0: Welcome to the fifth episode of In Context. This is a CCSU, Journals and Department podcast. I am Kelly Langevin, your quarantine podcast host and producer. And for today's segment, I'm covering a very important topic, which is mental health. I believe as a human being, it is so easy for us to get distracted by the many tasks that we are given. There are countless tweets, memes, gifs, you name it. Making fun of how stressed out we can get and other jokes to distract us even more, and make us laugh because we all feel like we can relate. And it's okay to laugh at ourselves sometimes, but it is also important to check in on ourselves and the people around us. What's not okay is to neglect what is really going on in our lives. World Mental Health Day, organized by the World Health Organization, is observed on October 10th every year with the purpose of spreading mental health awareness around the world and how to make it a priority in so many people's lives. Each year, World Mental Health Day has a new theme. Last year, it was called focused on suicide prevention. Every 40 seconds, someone loses their life to suicide every 40 seconds. Suicide is a leading cause of death among 15 to 29 year olds, but affects people of all ages in all countries. This year's theme is called increased investment in mental health. Close to 1 billion people are living with a mental health disorder. 3 million people die each year from alcohol abuse, in every 40 seconds from suicide. COVID-19 has brought uncertainty into people's lives and for some, even tragedy. But not everyone is able to get the help they need to find ways to cope with these new circumstances. In some low and middle income countries, more than 75% of people with mental, neurological, and substance disorders receive no treatment for their condition. That is why World Mental Health Day is focused on how to do more for the people who are lacking needed resources. And with COVID-19, the mental health industry has been impacted tremendously. Now you might be thinking, that is a lot of information that I just gave you. And you might be wondering where to help. Well, helping and raising awareness starts right where you are, right where you are located. My first interview is with Dr. Jonathan Pohl, Central's Coordinator for Wellness Education. And we are going to be discussing his efforts in the mental health industry and why mental health is so important. My first question is now more than ever with COVID-19 impacting education, families, work and really everything and so much in people's lives, do you think there is a need for more mental health services whether it's campus-wide, nationwide? Um, just in general, what are your thoughts on how COVID-19 has impacted the mental health industry?
1: We're in a paradigm shift, so people are having to change the way they think while they're going through the process. We're having now to wear masks wherever we go, that's thing we have to incorporate that into our daily routine. There are things as well we get to incorporate in as the six foot distance from other people. And so I think there's actually much more need for mental health now than there has been in the past. And I think there's a gap between people seeking out services and the provision of services. I think there's a number of people who are not seeking out the services that they may
0: I talked to Michael Russo, Director of Counseling and Student Development, about appointments on campus. And in the summer, well, when not so much in the summer, but when things started to shift, um, he talked more about how there was a decrease in students because a lot of it, it was teletherapy. Campus got evacuated, so students could no longer get in-person help. How has the climate changed on campus? And appointments now be back in person or is it still mostly virtual?
1: No, unfortunately, it can't be in person. We're using telehealth except in the event of an emergency. If someone's actively thinking about suicide, thinking about homicide, then we would see that person in person. But we would have to put on a gown uh, and a mask, et cetera. We'd really have to alter our appearance to be with the person. So that may cause some angst uh, for that alone. Now we're, we're all doing telehealth for our sessions. And I know for some students, there isn't a private space for them at home. Uh, we've created private spaces on campus in the residence halls. Uh, Dr. Russo has been creating private spaces on campus in other parts of campus. So commuter students could actually come here and have a private session. So I think privacy is part of it. I think another part of it is people are so, so much in the mode of uh, the pandemic mode, being safe, being protected, being home, that they may not be seeking the services they need, even though they could use those services while at home.
0: What is some advice that you would give to someone who may be in that position, who may be home, who is so focused on wanting to stay home in the pandemic mode? What is some advice that you would give to someone who may be struggling with their mental health at home and who maybe can't leave?
1: Right. The thing I would do is to reach out. For students here on campus, they can call our number here, our appointment number at 860-832-1926, and they can start in with a telehealth conversation with a staff member, in part because many times people who are very anxious and very depressed are feeling alone, as if they're the only ones feeling this way. And other people apparently seem to be adjusting better to the whole pandemic thing. They're not. People are not adjusting well to it because it is something so brand new to everybody. We don't have any guides. Guides are limited. And so what we do is we pull information together in the counseling center so that we can help create guidelines for people. So the first one would be reaching out. I'd ask them to reach out. The second thing I'd like them to do is to do some form of exercise either every day or every other day, because that will help not only physically help them feel better, but it also helps us feel better mentally. It gets rid of some of the depression and anxiety if we exercise. And the third thing I would ask them to do is to look at the things that make them feel just a little bit better could be talking with a friend, it could be uh, playing some video games, it could be planting a garden. Anything that they could do in that safe zone they have, that's going to help them feel better.
0: Many people and organizations are embracing World Mental Health Day in different ways. Dr. Pohl mentioned that the Connecticut Suicide Board wants to connect the most carabiners with people's names on them and create the longest chain ever with the hopes of making it into the Guinness Book of World Records. Central psychology professor Jason Sikorsky also wants to try and have some sort of event on Saturday and has been reaching out to students, Dr. Pohl said. Since wellness education is only three people, Dr. Pohl and his office have been putting together different events throughout this past week. On October 7th, they ran a group on Microsoft Teams called Seconds, where they asked people for 1,800 seconds of their time, 30 minutes total, to give them information about how to manage misery during the pandemic, as well as other helpful topics. The second event, held on the 8th, was about alcohol awareness and how to address several issues, one being how many people have turned to alcohol as a way to cope with their feelings during the pandemic. Dr. Pol is also working hard on a third event as well.
1: We're trying to put together some tabling that we could do in the quads and doing it safely. I have a a structure I created with a bucket on it with a long stick so we can be six feet away from somebody as we're handing them something. We used it for the Jurassic Park movie this past summer. I was passing out candy with this bucket stick thing. We want to keep people safe. That's primary on our end. Wellness is to keep people safe. And then the second thing is to do something to be educational and entertaining.
0: So how important is it? Because you have obviously put in a lot of thought into these events for keeping people safe and also spreading mental health awareness. How important do you think it is to keep spreading mental health awareness during the pandemic?
1: It's huge because unfortunately, our, our focus is so much on The changes we're going through with the pandemic is sometimes we forget the things that help us the most. So when it comes to communicating with people, we have to put in a special effort to communicate. Normally you and I would be able to sit in the office here and there'd be a video camera on and we would be talking. Now we have to communicate over the web and sometimes it goes down, but uh, really focusing on the eight factors of wellness and being able to maintain them as we move forward. We do have an Instagram out uh, through wellness as well as I do uh, uh, Twitter count, so I tweet out information uh, that may be helpful to students. Is
0: there anything else that you would like to add that I didn't ask you, any other mental health advice or tips, anything else that you would like to put in there?
1: Yes, Um, with the to-do lists, make it four to six items only, but make sure one of them is something that's fun to do, that's pleasurable. So that after you've gotten done with everything you have to do, your commitments, you get a chance to take a break, do something fun. And if you ever need tips on activities you could do, feel free to drop by on a Tuesday or Thursday or communicate via our email pohlj at ccsu.edu and we'd be happy to give you activities. We do have some here in the office, some arts and crafts kits, things like that. Uh, we did not bring a therapy dog on uh, this fall because it would be a no contact and I thought that would be difficult emotionally to, to come and see a dog and not be able to pet the dog. I didn't
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure.
1: a huge point in that, but I think Seriously, you know, people who are struggling, make sure to reach out to your friends, family members, to talk to them and to get some advice on what to do.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Pohl. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about mental health for me. And I think a lot of people who are going to be listening to this podcast will benefit from your advice. So thank you.
1: Well, thank you for doing the podcast because this reaches more people, uh, a lot more people than we could on our own. Thank you. We appreciate it.
0: My next interview is with 22-year-old Mike Fitzgerald from Thomaston, Connecticut. Mike reached out to me when he found out I was doing this podcast segment because he wanted to talk about how COVID-19 has been impacting his mental health and be able to make a difference for other people. Walk me through a little bit with your own experience during COVID. How has COVID impacted your
2: mental health? I didn't go like the normal college route as every other kid. I went the working route and i had a full-time job in a metal tube company and it was going good but we're very dependent on schools and then once COVID started becoming like an actual big thing we're worried about shutting down then around march it was starting to get really slow and then i got the news that one of my best friends died
0: hearing that news how did that plus work take a toll on you
2: i couldn't sleep couldn't do anything i just lost all urge to do everything
0: with that going on what were some coping mechanisms that you used
2: Well, it didn't get better just that soon. Then two weeks after my friend died, my dog passed away. And then two weeks later, I got laid off of work.
0: What did you do to um, try and cope with your situation?
2: I really was just to myself and everybody noticed a shift in my attitude. And then my family and my roommate, um, they were talking and they're like, what the hell's going on with you? And then they really just had a big intervention for me. And I was like, I just don't want to be here because they noticed a big shift in my attitude and everything.
0: So how hard was it for you to be going through all of that? Have people noticed and just really be like so down? How did you deal with that?
2: Well, once my mom was like crying to me and my sister, it was like a big eye opener that I did have the people that I didn't feel like would really care. But at the same time, I should have. But I was just in a messed up mental state to where I just didn't want to be here. I didn't. I was only thinking of myself. I'm doing much better now. Um, I got a new job. I love my job. I love my coworkers. They're really, they're understanding about it. Cause my boss, like I'll have times where I'm feeling like upset and everything. And then he'll, he noticed my shift in attitude. Cause I work seven to three and I get there at like six 30. And he noticed like, I'm usually perky in the morning. He knows like lately I've been off and it's my friend's birthday in a few weeks. And then he's been like, Mike, what's wrong? And then it's nice knowing I have that connection at work. And it's not just like family, just being there. It's that outside connection outside the bubble to talk to if you need to.
0: I don't know if you know this, but October 10th is World Mental Health Day, and it is a day for raising awareness and spreading awareness about mental health. So with everything that you've been through, your own personal experiences, what advice would you give to someone if they were in the same position as you, feeling down, going through a lot, what would you tell someone?
2: Reach out. Reach out to your family. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to anybody because I lost my friend to suicide, and I don't want to see anybody else go through that.
0: Looking back on yourself from now to March, if you could give your past self from a few months ago some advice, what would you want to tell yourself?
2: It gets better. It really does get better. You'll have episodes where or days you'll feel down and sad, but that's just a day. Don't let it affect what the rest of your week. You'll have short episodes. Just don't let it affect the rest of your week. Every day is a new day, a fresh start to make every day a good day.
0: I want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast segment mental health is so important and i know i have said that numerous of times but no matter what i can't say it enough i also want to thank dr Pohl for his input and advice and also the dedication he has been putting into events lastly thank you mike for sharing your experiences with not only me but to everyone who will be listening to the segment as dr Pohl and mike have both said Please reach out if you are struggling and check on the people in your lives.